What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the 565 Gaming Podcast. I am your host, Trickster565. With me today is no one. So, there won't be a guest today. We're just going to give you the news, give you the games, and talk about what's going on in gaming. This is a podcast that covers AAA titles as well as indies, uh, gaming news, and the corporate culture crazy thing that's going on tournaments streamers everything in between you guys can send us an email at 565 gaming podcast at gmail.com or shoot us a tweet at on twitter at 565 underscore pod you can find me anywhere pretty much youtube you name it google me at trickster 565 this is an anchor podcast, so shout out to Spotify. And let's get started. So, usually we talk about the epic games of the week, um, what's on Game Pass, classic WoW news, new games coming up, old school RuneScape, Blizzard, Overwatch, uh, and the list goes on. And one thing I want to talk about starting off is NVIDIA. Their latest drivers deliver healthy DirectX 12 boost for all RTX GPUs. The RTX GPUs ray tracing that was series, I know for sure 3000 and up. I am not sure if maybe the later 2000 series. It's possible that I bet you some of the 2000 series has ray tracing too, but it became really popular and good in the 3000 series they really nailed it but the new 49 so they they've been they've been having a debacle they was gonna release the uh, rtx 4090 and they didn't know if they wanted to release a 480 eventually after backlash they did release the 4080 but as of right now, there's a new driver for the 4090. It's called the 522.25 driver. Um, doesn't just add the 4090 some support, but it'll also bring a range of features um, and performance updates. This is the most notable thing about the whole um, the whole update, which it will bring DirectX 12 performance improvements for the GeForce RTX. Um, let's see. Many of the gains are small. But some are like. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 1080p and Cyberpunk 2077. 1080p deliver 24% and 20% gains. On graphics. Performance. Frame rate. This is insane. Because those are some of the. Like the, like the best games. As far as graphical fidelity you know and then they tested it on like forza horizon 5 fifa or no no not fifa f1 22 in case of f1 22 their performance increases were about 17 percent at the 4k range not just the 1080p so we're getting huge increases on just a free update um that's that is super notable and uh i don't have the money to get a 4090 but i plan on getting a 40 well it depends after i graduate 
in May, April. I may have enough. I'll be an electrical engineer, so let's see if maybe I can pull it off. Dragon Ball The Breakers is a new game. Asymmetric online multiplayer survival co-op. The developer Dimps has created it. You survive to live, evolve to triumph. Caught in it by an unexpected temporal phenomena, <laughs> phenomenon. Seven ordinary citizens find themselves stranded in a temporal uh, seam. They share their imprisonment with a with the raider, a menacing enemy from another timeline with an overwhelming power. Their only hope for survival is to break out from the temporal seam with the super time machine. But the raider is on their tracks and becomes stronger minutes by minutes. In a race against time, the cunning of survivors clashes with the power of the raider to break free or be broken. This comes out, or this came out on October 14th for PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, it looks pretty fun. Enjoy three first iconic raiders, Cell, Boo, and Frieza. So, like, those are going to be the enemies. The raiders are going to be the enemies. And it's probably, like, Dragon Ball Z's take on, um, Dead by Daylight or something like that. Uh, it's the only thing I can really think of. I haven't had a chance to play it. But I can imagine that's, like, how it is. Also, the Rings of Power, for all you um, fans out there of Lord of the Rings, the season finale has begun. It was a two-hour show, and it was amazing. I loved it. So let's talk a little bit about Fortnite. Fortnite's Halloween skins and gameplay have been revealed. We've already been in the Fortnitemares for a little while. We've been doing a lot of Fortnitemare quests. The Fortnite Halloween event is one of the best events in the game. Every year, many players look forward to it as it brings a lot of fun and fantastic stuff. This year's event begins on October 18th. Epic has already announced the start, of, uh, the start time and it appears once again that the game developer will release many new things to this game. Fortnite Mares 2022. Um, it's amazing. The quests are super fun. There is a place called Grim Gables, and this is like, I don't know, four or five stories tall. Then there's like three or four stories underneath the ground, and you go there. There's many other places that do this too, but you go there, and you got to kill zombies. You got to collect stuff. Makes me want to go play it right now, and you you go say so say you hit the floors, go underneath all the way down to the bottom. There's like a devil circle. You get in the devil circle and a boss comes out. The boss sprints at you, throwing fireballs, throwing rocket launchers, and just viciously attacks you. If you're all by yourself, it can be a little bit of a battle. If you got four people, then you'll probably just drain it. But it was way more fun doing it pretty much by yourself. I recommend doing it like that solo because it's a lot more fun. And, uh, you know, obviously it's part of the quest. Um, I don't, I don't have the quest list up right now, but I'm sure me and Chief will talk about it soon. October is nearing Halloween. It's already the 24th. The episodes will probably come out for sure every two weeks, but if I can get on a weekly grind, 
I'll be able to get it out each week between Friday and Sunday. I just put it out whenever the best time is, depending on what the weekend has to offer. Since I am in engineering school, tests and homework, life, working 40 hours a week, it's rough. Um, let's see. Some other recent news. The Bayonetta voice actor, Helena Taylor, says that she did not reprise the role in Bayonetta 3. And she only wants, uh, she oh, they only wanted to pay her $4,000. That's pretty messed up. Apparently, they've, like, given her more. I think she's going to do the part. But I don't know. It was some um, headline news. Scorn is something that just was released to Game Pass. It's also, like, 40 bucks. Apparently, it's only, like, a few-hour game. But it's got, like, it's a horror game. HR Geeger's work. And people seem to really like it. It's unlike anything you've ever seen before. You're going to be doing a lot of puzzles. I don't think it like tells you really what you need to do. But it everything looks super alien. Like a bunch of nasty alien parts. You have to touch and squeeze and squirt. and uh, I don't know. From what I've heard it described, it's disgusting. But if you want to play it, I recommend doing it on Game Pass because... It's the easiest way to get a few hour game experience. You don't have to pay 40 bucks and you probably won't even like it. Everybody says that it's not a game that they've ever like. Nobody's ever seen a game like this before. Street Fighter 6 is coming out soon. The closed beta test uh, already started. It's wrapping up and they gave a solid look at the future of the fighting series and there's a lot to like the best part apparently is um how approachable it is from like a beginner's standpoint so it might be the most accessible street fighter capcom game ever made especially for somebody just entering the series um it ran from october 7th to october 10th and the closed beta test had a quite few, uh, quite a few different things, touch points for people that uh, that were in the beta, and they really liked it. They said it was surprisingly robust. Um, they let them test out tons of different fighters and spectate matches. I'm I'm hoping that the fighting frames and whatnot those people look at. I hope it isn't as controversial as Street Fighter V because that one was a super controversial game and most people couldn't even like play it like between consoles and stuff. So by the time people did start playing it, they pretty much gave up. There's a list of the 13 best not scary games to play for this Halloween. I don't know if you really want to play non-scary games, but just like Halloween theme. Be like Scrubs the Zombie. Um, Costume Quest, Costume Quest 2, Control, that was also on Game Pass, Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, I actually have this, but I haven't played it, I really should download it, so I got it for free on Epic, and I really think that would be super fun, Luigi's Mansion 3, I have this on Switch, and it's pretty fun, I should, I should get back to it, especially for Halloween. Uh, before Christmas, the Oogie's Revenge. This looks super cool because this is a 
Jack Sparrow game. A <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Jack Skellington game. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. And uh, let's see. What is this on? This was on released on PlayStation 2 and Xbox. It's a sequel to the original film. And it's like a Disney spinoff. Uh, Devil May Cry style. Seriously, it's not great. But it's better than you might expect. Okay, well... I love Nightmare for Christmas, so it'll probably be fun. Splatterhouse. It's a 1988 game. Classic beat-em-up. Friday the 13th Killer Puzzle. I don't know. Maybe that was not that fun. It doesn't look too fun. Pumpkin Jack. This was super fun. I think it's a... Yeah, it's a platformer. This uh, this was kind of popular last... Uh, last Christmas. Last Christmas. Last Halloween. A lot of people were playing it. A lot of people were streaming it. Um, the game Medieval 2019. Um, it was a remake of the original PS1 Medieval game, which I did play that. I have not played this new one. Uh, we still got one in 2019. Uh, people claim it is pretty awesome. The camera can be a little bit annoying, but the game is charming and spooky. Um, I really should check into this. Medieval. That's pretty cool. Lost in Random, Echo Generation, and many other games. That Those are the non-scary Halloween-style games. But let's take a look at some scary Halloween games. Obviously, you got the Resident Evils. Let's see. Resident Evil 1, 2, and 7. Silent Hill. Visage, Until Dawn, Murder House, Dead by Daylight, Phasmophobia, Alien Isolation, Outlast, Amnesia, The Dark Descent, Soma, Dead Space, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, Little Nightmares, and that's it for that list, but seems like it'd be pretty fine. So the uh, EA has come out with a Dead Space remake and people really like it. They say that it's pretty good, good graphics. They like to like they to put screenshots of side by side. It's a significant increase in graphics and visuals. They say everything's still super scary. Actually, it's probably even more scary. The guy's armor looks so much cooler in the new one. You can see every little piece on his back and everything. Oh yeah, I wouldn't even want to go back to the original after playing this new one. Um, Logitech G Cloud is a Steam um, a Steam Deck style. It look this look, thing looks pretty good. It basically does look like the Steam Deck except for the analog sticks are more like in the position where the switch uh analog sticks are it's lightweight comfortable um easy to access cloud gaming they have like like super high technology wi-fi uh little receivers in there so you can stream games at a very high level there are some latency issues 
no like LTE options for you know signing up for like phone cell phone stuff it has to be Wi-Fi and it's a very high price people don't like it because the Steam Deck just seems so much better for you know if you're gonna pay 400 something dollars for this you might as well just get a Steam Deck nobody's gonna want to really pay up that money it's like 400 let's see there's a they claim there's a 350 dollar version but you know whatever i i think i think there's gonna be a market for this but i don't think it's gonna go crazy there is a peripheral 50 dollars that lets you plug and play game boy car game boy cartridges on your steam deck the old school Game Boy cartridges are coming back. I really love this. I think this is amazing. And it, it basically, you know, you can do all the Game Boy emulations on Steam Deck. But if you actually have the cartridges, you can play them too. I think that's super cool. I can't wait to get a Steam Deck. The makers of Tropico and Surviving Mars have a new survival sim that uh, deep dives into colon, uh, colony management. Stranded in Alien Dawn, take charge of a small colony and manage every aspect of their lives to help them survive. It's a weird way to say I absolutely love the tutorial for early access colony survival game Stranded Alien Dawn. Uh, enjoy the tutorial so much I might actually play it. Uh, past this tutorial, but who knows? It's it's okay. I like managing different things. You manage a small group of colonists who have crash landed on an alien planet. Each has a collection of skills and personality traits. It's your job to guide them from scavenging basic supplies to researching new technology, building a base, defending it from giant aliens, and of course, you'll need to make sure that you they all get along with each other. So you have to manage. Mental health, physical health. Uh, it's kind of like RimWorld, but more like Rust style. I don't know. The tutorial is excellent, but it could be it could be released as a free demo so everyone could try it. That would be really good for them. The free Epic Games right now are Fallout 3, Game of the Year Edition, and Evo Land. And the next two games, I can't remember what they were. They're going to be really good, too. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is coming closer than you think. The release date, trailers, and gameplay for Tears of the Kingdom is coming next year. So if you haven't finished up Breath of the Wild 1, you want to start working on that right now. Because that's what I'm doing. So I'm working Breath of the Wild 1. Uh, Breath of the Wild one, and I'm making sure that it's it's gonna get done by the time I before this comes out. Tears of the Kingdom, high level excitement. You know, it's a Nintendo Switch game. It's literally one of the best Switch games ever. I've been playing a ton of Breath of the Wild lately. Let's see. First things to do when you play Breath of the Wild, for those people that are just about to get into it, you, you're going to want to uh, remember that you can do whatever you want in this game. 
this game is not it's not linear you can go off and pick daisies for 20 for 200 hours i mean you can just i mean not daisies but mushrooms and different flowers and stuff like that but if you wanted to do certain things there's guides out there some people say get the quilted doublet first um, so you'll you'll on the Great Plateau you'll soon find that some regions have more extreme temperatures than others. You can use like food and stuff to get through those areas, but you know first you have to be able to cook them, elixirs, stuff like that. You want to get warm clothing. The quilted doublet is available on the Great Plateau. You can get it through several different methods. If you check out the southeast of the region, you can find the hut belonging to the old man. His diary states that he made a dish, but can't remember the ingredients he used. And you have to go find a hot pepper, raw meat, and Hyrule bass. You can make his lost recipe, then give it to him. He'll give you the doublet for free. You can also brave your way to the top of the mountain, um, just eating peppers and different things if you want to. Gather ingredients, like some of the first things you need to do. Get good weapons by... Attacking the Baco blends and look for chests. Uh, do the shrines you need to focus on. Basically, do do like go discover like the first four or five regions right there in the middle, and then just get all the shrines there, and then focus on getting your armor. And once you get to a decent area where you have enough hearts stamina armor you know some rupees arrows gear stuff like that then start going for your divine beasts all the way though don't forget to look for koroks and grab your korok seeds because you can give that to a guy on the road that's a trader you'd have to google it and you can upgrade your inventory slots and that's super 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 helpful few days ago or last week on the hollow uh, on eight on the 18th started the world of warcraft hollows end event i still play well but i haven't really been in in the game too much i've been super busy lately and also fort nightmares have started oh another cool piece of news is that um the original iphone sold for forty thousand dollars or almost forty thousand dollars at an auction it was like $39,339 for the Apple one original this thing looks so old Steam also has updated their app and it looks really good I love the way their app looks you should check it out it they they completely changed it up so Netflix announces game streaming plans three weeks after Google's uh, attempt blows up. So like the Google Stadia thing, they blew all the way out. And now Netflix is, is going to come out with a Stadia style thing from Netflix. Launching a new service might be might seem a little brave. But if you're Netflix, you've certainly at least got some of the infrastructure in place. This is a streaming giant that has clear intentions to leap into the space of gaming. 
and indeed announced it's opening a new game studio led by former Blizzard exec Chaco Sunny. I don't know what this means, but it seems like they're going to come out with like a Netflix Stadia type thing. Microsoft is building on Xbox mobile gaming store to take on Apple and Google. So Microsoft's going to come out with their own Xbox mobile gaming store. I think that's super cool. The There's a list that I've put together. It's called the 18 best PC games to download in 2022 for Steam and beyond. Um, some people like this game. I haven't really had a chance to play it. I should have bought it whenever it was like a 99 cents or something, but Vampire Survivors, Minecraft, Scarlet Hollow, Total War Warhammer 3, Disco Elysium, Hitman 3, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Crusader Kings 3, Hades, City Skylines, the Sims 4, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. That one's like probably one of the most amazing games ever. Civ 6, Final Fantasy 15, 14, whatever, A Realm Reborn. Divinity Original Sin 2, Kentucky Route Zero, and Undertale. So. If you want to play some games in 2022, those are some pretty good ones. There's many more, even better ones, actually. That was just a quick little list. A few dates for World of Warcraft is going to be October uh, 25th. Pre-patch begins. That's tomorrow for Dragonflight. November 15th, the Drag Theater will be a playable race. November 28th is launch day. And December 13th, the first raid opens. Uh, also, the two games that were going to be on Epic releasing October 27th, which will be your basically your Halloween uh, set right there because it's October 27th to the November 3rd is Saturn Saturnali Saturnalia Saturnalia and Warhammer Mechanicus. I've heard a lot about Warhammer Mechanicus. Never heard about Saturnalia. That looks like a super demonic game. And that's it for the episode number five. Hopefully next time I can have a guest or we'll just talk more about news and random stuff. Alright, bye guys. <laughs>